0: Hello beautiful souls, you're listening to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and angel medium, Julie Jancis. As this episode airs, we are in the midst of COVID-19. Friends, this is tough stuff. There is discomfort and frustration for some, loss and grief for others. And while we're not here to minimize anyone's pain, in the midst of all of it, there is also beauty, love, grace, and compassion, in the coming together, kind actions, and rebuilding. We can all see so clearly now that what impacts just one person on one side of the world can impact everyone, everywhere. We feel oneness and empathy for one another like never before. This is a massive shift, a global awakening. Allow it to shift and awaken you. Know that as you do, we're here for you, to pray with you, to share your stories, to shine some light, and to help in any way we can as you heal. If you'd like to work one-on-one with me, book a distance session, or take the Angel Reiki School online to develop your own unique spiritual gifts. If you want to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly, take my online angel communication e-course. Your angels want me to tell you that you're going to be okay. They want you to put together your own spirit team here on earth, a team of people and resources who can help you in every area where you need support. And we hope that you'll make us a part of your earthbound spirit team. Thank you for being here. Thank you for letting us be part of your healing journey. Now let's dive into the show. Hello, everyone. We're here with Veronica today. Veronica has an amazing angel story to share with us. Veronica, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Julie. So happy to be here.
0: Oh, I'm so happy to have you. So I know you have an angel story for us. Can you tell us that story?
1: Sure, I would love to. So um, before I get into the, um, the specifics about the angel story, Just want to give you a little bit of a background as to kind of how I ended up discovering my guardian angel. So last year, a pretty close friend of mine was going through a separation. And so to try to cheer her up, I invited her over to my house for a girl's night in. We were going to eat pizza and watch chick flicks and just, you know, make it a fun girl's night. So she came over we ended up talking for several hours and we pretty much talked about any and everything. And as the night wore on, our conversation turned more spiritual. And at this point, I would say it was probably close to like two o'clock in the morning. And I had a one year old at the time and she had fallen asleep hours before we were in my living room. So I I had dimmed the lights and um, was sitting in a rocking chair, rocking my daughter And the rocking chair was about five feet away from my friends. And as we were talking and the conversation became more and more spiritual and my friend was telling me about how she had given her life over to God several years before, you know, we were just really talking about God and things like that. As I was looking at her, I noticed that she started to, the best way I can describe it is she started to glow. And at first I thought, okay, it's almost two o'clock in the morning. I'm super tired. My eyes are playing tricks on me. So I looked away, looked back at her. She was still glowing. And it was like, wasn't like an internal glow. It was like if she had been, if someone had a flashlight behind her and they were shining it like at her back and I was seeing sort of the outline of her body in white light and it kind of freaked me out a little bit because that had never happened before. So again, in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm going crazy. What's going on? I'm super tired. We need to wrap this up. Then it just, it kept happening. And like, when I would look at her, the light would dim, then it would get brighter. So I finally said something and I was, (laughs) I just said, you're going to think I'm crazy, but you are glowing right now. And she didn't, flinch. She didn't miss a beat. And she looked at me and said, I know I see it too. And I was like, you see what? (laughs) And then she proceeded to tell me that ever since she was a small child, that she could see things, sense things, just kind of know things about people and that she had actually seen people's auras before. And she thought that that's what I was seeing on her. And then she also said that she felt like, like maybe I had spiritual gifts that weren't tapped into or that I wasn't aware of. And of course, I shrugged it off and thought, no way, you're crazy. And we just kind of left it at that. But after that night, our conversations went from, you know, just surface conversations to things that were a little more intense, more spiritual. I had so many questions for her and it sort of led me down this rabbit hole to, Investigate about spiritual gifts and awakenings and things like that. And I was, you know, like consumed with wanting to learn more. And somehow I came across an ad, I think it was on Facebook, indicating that the psychic fair was coming to town. So I had never been to a psychic. She had never been. We knew we wouldn't go on our own. So we kind of talked each other into going and we thought, let's just go check it out. Maybe we'll find out something that is interesting. And if not, at least we'll have fun doing it. So there was one particular psychic who was going to be at the fair. And a a mutual friend of ours had gone to see her several times. And she came highly recommended. So even though we were nervous about getting a psychic reading and we didn't want to fully commit to a full hour, we decided we'd go visit her at the fair and get a quick 20-minute reading. So we did that, and the day came. I was so nervous. I didn't know what to expect or who might come through. My friend went before I did, so she had her reading first, and when she was done, she was just amazed at the information that this psychic had given her. So I go in. I'm super excited, thinking that maybe I'm going to hear from my niece who had passed away when she was six months old. Um, she was really the the main person on the other side that I wanted to connect to. But when the psychic started talking, the first thing that she said is she asked if I was in a car accident. And I answered yes. And then she proceeded to tell me that as I was walking over to meet with her, she got an image of me bracing for impact. And so then for the next 20 minutes, the reading was solely about the car accident and the effect that it had on me, which I kind of always knew there was an effect, but didn't know what depth it was at. So um, about the accidents, when I was about 10 years old, my family, which included my mom, dad, and two younger brothers, my brothers were age six and the other one was probably less than a year old. We were in my dad's pickup truck headed somewhere when another truck drove right into us. We were a couple of blocks from our home and we were traveling down the main street and this other pickup truck was coming down a side street and drove right through the stop sign. And we later learned that their brakes had failed and that's why they ran right into us. When the trucks collided, our truck was wedged between a huge tree and the front end of their truck. And all of this was years ago before seatbelt laws were in place. So, my six year old brother at the time ended up flying through the windshield. And amazingly, he survived, needing about 30 plus stitches from where a piece of glass was lodged in his forehead. My dad had cracked his ribs, and my mom and baby brother also required stitches from hitting the windshield. And I was the only one that didn't have any physical injuries. And I believe I was the only one that remembered most of the accident. And what I distinctly remember is hearing my mom scream, seeing the truck coming towards us, and then waking up under the dashboard and being pulled out by being pulled out of the truck by bystanders. and EMS had already arrived at that point. And um, when I got pulled out, I remember looking back and seeing my little brother being pulled out of the truck as well. Luckily, at this point, they had wrapped his head in gauze, so I didn't see the glass that was lodged in his forehead, but I did see the bloody gauze wrapped around his forehead and you know, pretty much remember a lot before and after the accident. And so they transported us in separate ambulances to the hospital. My dad and I were in one, and then my mom and brothers were in the other. Once we were at the hospital, my dad was so shaken up that he couldn't remember easy things like our address or important phone numbers. So I was the one who provided the nurse with as much information as I could at 10 years old. So that was the accident. After the accident, we all recovered fairly quickly. We had a lot of family from out of town that came in to visit us. My grandparents came and prayed over us to make sure there were no lasting effects. And We all pretty much seemed to recover fairly quickly, especially my little brothers. I, however, since the accident, would get frequent headaches, stomach aches. I had a hard time sleeping. I was always uneasy around larger groups of people. I I would have recurring nightmares, not particularly about the accident, just random nightmares. And I never really associated it with the car accident I thought that was just who I was and I was the girl who would have to get picked up from slumber parties because I'd get sick or couldn't fall asleep it was just always very I was always very uncomfortable around groups of people and so then once I became a teenager things got worse I had severe anxiety and depression so much so that I ended up seeing a therapist and At that time, my parents were very much against any sort of medication to treat depression or anxiety, so I suffered through a lot of that up until I became a young adult and decided to go see a doctor and let them know what was going on um, because I was having pretty debilitating panic attacks on a regular basis. And so I was put on anti-anxiety medication, which seemed to help. But every once in a while, some of my other symptoms and fears would still creep up now and then. So getting back to the psychic reading, as we are talking, and I didn't go into all of these details with the psychic. I was pretty much just answering her questions about the accident and sort of told her what happened. Um, And then she proceeded to tell me that my guardian angel was standing behind me during the reading and that she had a message for me. And she said that my guardian angel is the one who pushed me under the dashboard during the car accident, and that the accident triggered my spiritual gifts. And then she started asking me if I had dealt with any sort of anxiety, depression, hormonal imbalances. And of course, I answered yes, that was my whole life. And she said, well, that wasn't... That wasn't you. You were picking up on other people's energy because you're highly empathic, and and then she told me that she could see my aura and that my crown chakra was very yellow and the rest of my body was glowing violet, which meant to her that I had all of the clairs. Um, she asked me several times if I had seen spirit. I told her no because that terrified me and the thought of even seeing or hearing from spirit just scared me so much. And she was convinced that I have seen spirit, but that I've been so afraid of it that I've blocked off the ability to recognize it. And so then she encouraged me to start grounding and protecting my energy. She felt that it would be very helpful, especially at work because I'm around so many people. And then um, she said that my angel, kept saying that I couldn't keep running from my higher purpose and that it was time for me to open up to these gifts because they were serving a higher purpose. And part of that purpose was that someone close to me was going to lose someone and that they were going to come to me for help and for healing. And she felt that, that I was the best person to provide that the psychic also said that i had the ability to heal that my hands heat up and that i can lay hands on people and heal them which again all of this sounded so crazy to me i just <laughs> i did not believe it at all but i listened to everything she had to say and then as we were getting close to wrapping up the reading she said that my angel really wanted me to know her name before we would continue the reading so this Psychic said her name is Celestine, and when she said that, my jaw dropped. And the psychic noticed and asked, "Okay, why are you why are you reacting this way? What does that name mean to you?" And I told her that that is what we named our oldest daughter, and the only difference was my daughter's name is Celestina with an A at the end instead of Celestine with an E at the end. But for short, we call her Celeste. And that is what my angel said her, her name was Celestine, but to call her Celeste. And the thing about that name is that it doesn't have any sort of significance in my family. It's not a name that has been passed down. I had only heard it once in my life before when I was in middle school. And the minute I heard that name, it just resonated with me. And I knew that if I ever had a daughter, that was going to be her name. So. Hearing that name, just it like, it sent chills through me. I could not believe what she had said. And since then, I have received other confirmations that that is her name. One such confirmation came when I was actually doing automatic writing. I had taken your angel communication course. So I was in the middle of doing my meditation and automatic writing, and I wanted a confirmation of the name. I saw a series of angel numbers pop up, I think on my phone. So I went to a website that you recommended that explains angel numbers. And on that website was an ad in the top right corner that said, what is your guardian angel's name? And it said Celeste. (laughs) And Celeste was the name of the psychic. But the fact that I went to that page that day, that that ad was running on that day, it just was, It was confirmation for me that that was definitely her name. And so since that reading, I'm slowly opening up more to the idea that I do have these gifts. As I mentioned, I took your class to learn how to communicate with my angels and have a better, closer relationship with them. I'm so thankful to my angel for saving me and to my family's angels for saving all of us that day because the accident could have turned out very tragic and we could have all passed that day. And I'm just very thankful that that wasn't the case and that I'm still here. And that is my angel story.
0: (laughs) I love it. I love it. So I am so glad that everything worked out that way too. Uh, I want to go into a couple of different things. First, when you were talking about the website that people can go to to look up angel numbers and what those meanings for those numbers are, because yeah. it's not just eleven eleven. 44s. I mean, people see a variety of different numbers and sometimes you might know that number meaning because it might be reflective of a birthday or an anniversary, but sometimes you'll see a sequence of numbers and it might not reflect that birth date or any particular date So, if you go and Google Joanne Sacred Scribes number index, she has listed out all the different numbers and the different sequences of numbers. So, you could look up any sequence and find out what that meaning is.
1: Yep. And that is exactly the website that I went to where I saw that confirmation of her name.
0: That is incredible. (laughs) So, the other thing is how did you like that angel communication course?
1: I loved it. I looked forward to it every day. I I will say that going into it, I was very nervous because clearly I've been fearful of the idea of being able to communicate with spirit or God or the angels outside of praying. But the way you delivered the content was just so uplifting. There was no fear in it whatsoever. And I love the way you reminded us that there was no fear involved. And then also distinguishing between what are egoic thoughts and what are from spirit really helped me because then I could identify when I was getting those negative or fearful thoughts and I could remind myself, hey, that's just your ego trying to step in the way, keep going, keep going. And yeah, it was just it was amazing. I loved the course and I was very sad when it ended. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it is available online for anybody who wants to take it. It's now on teachable.com and you can actually find it through the new website. And uh, so if you go to theangelmedium.com, And look at the courses it's called the angel communication e-course talk with your angels so Veronica I want to go deeper into a couple of things because as you were talking they were showing me different things from the other side when it comes to this car accident I think the most It really could have gone a different way, but mostly so for your brother. And I don't know if you've gone into the energy of that, but Mm. I really feel like his life was saved that day and that there's some work there for him to do with that as well.
1: Mm, Okay.
0: Because what I see is that he had angels from the other side there really... Because did he
1: hit something like I feel like he was projected out of his seat? He was he he hit the dashboard and actually like went through it, but didn't fly out of the car. It was like he hit it and then went back into the car. So yeah. And how does that even happen? (laughs) Yeah, I, I don't even know.
0: Yeah. And that's the energy that I was feeling when they were, when you were talking about it, they were showing me this imagery and they were showing me like them holding him back in. So just know that he was given a second chance that day. They kept him here on purpose. And I really feel like, you know, that anytime we lose anybody in our family, it deeply impacts the entire group. And that is something that you've probably, held on to, to within your auric field, that energy of almost losing him?
1: Yeah, that is, I, I definitely think so. I wouldn't say that I've tied it specifically to him, but I know that when the psychic initially asked about the accident, I just started crying, and she was like, why are you crying? What's going on? And I had never really, like, I guess, felt the energy of it. I just kind of, like I said, it seemed like we all just recovered quickly, never talked about it again. It, we just went on with our lives. So, and it wasn't until I had that reading with her that when I said the words aloud that I could have lost my entire family that day, that's when it like, it really hit me. And I think all of those feelings came back to the surface.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now I've got some other stuff for you too. Who's the grandmother that you were close to who's
1: on the other side? So my mom's mom is on the other side. We weren't particularly close. There was a language barrier and they lived pretty far away, but um, she's the only grandparent, only grandmother that has passed.
0: Okay. Just know that she's a big part of your spirit team from the other side. Now, was she passed when your daughter was born? Uh, Yes. Okay, because she shows me her kind of helping guide your daughter through the transition process of coming from heaven to earth. And what's with your daughter's middle name? What is that reflective of? So I
1: have two daughters. Is it Celeste that you're asking about? Yes. Okay, so her middle name is Veronica. So my first name.
0: Okay. Now, you know, Celeste is very highly empathic too, right? Yes. (laughs) And you know that she's here because she's called to do big work. She's got big purpose here in this lifetime.
1: That sounds like her. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What they're also showing me though, is that they're, and I've never seen this before, but the reason this angel that's on the other side, your guardian angel that you refer to as Celeste as well She has some tie to your daughter, and it's not just through the name. You can feel the energy there of it. Oh, wow. Of that tie to both of you. So just know that when you tap into your daughter Celeste's energy, she really picked you for a reason, Veronica. And how old is she now?
1: She's 16.
0: Okay, and have you been talking to her openly about kind of your spiritual journey as you've been awakening to this over the last couple of years?
1: Yes, But
0: mm-hmm. good. good. Keep doing that because it's helping her to dive deeper into it as well.
1: Okay. yeah, she's since she was little, she has told me that she can she can hear things and and like, for instance, for the longest time that I can remember when she goes to sleep. She sleeps with her headphones on because she says that there's just, she hears voices or she hears things down the hall and it bothers her. So she, she can't sleep unless she has headphones in and, and she's seen things as well in our house. And so I try to, I don't want to scare her, even though I've got that fear within me as well, but I, I definitely am trying to open her up and let her know that she doesn't have to be afraid of whatever it is that she has.
0: Yeah. Well, and then the other thing is um, your husband has a grandmother and grandfather who are both married here who are on the other side. I feel like she feels their energy too a lot. And Mm -hmm. So there's nothing to be afraid of though, right? Because they're not here to harm us. They're not here to scare us. It's just the fact that the energy has shifted over the last 5, 10, 15, even 20 years. And we can tap into more energies now. The way that these kids are feeling and perceiving different energies is different how we grew up. So the more that we can dive into our own spiritual awakening and learn for ourselves, the more it helps them learn more quickly too and allows them to start at a different place. Both grandmothers, one from your side and one from your husband's side are stepping forward. Uh, They're really talking about her. Is she really good at like communications in some way with school writing?
1: Yes, she is.
0: Is she planning on doing something with that when she goes to college? She's, she's decided that she
1: wants to major in business.
0: Okay. Really kind of look at the different forms of communication, not like marketing, but she's really good with writing, with debate, with speaking. And, you know, we don't always know exactly why we feel called to something, but whatever she learns in college, she's going to really grow it. and. Use in a way that's unique for her and the gift that she's supposed to bring forward into this world as she goes forward in her career.
1: Okay, awesome.
0: Well, thank you so much, Veronica, for being on the show. I'm so excited for her and I'm so excited for this spiritual journey
1: that you're on. Thank you, Julie. I'm excited as well. And thank you for the podcast and for bringing us all of these wonderful stories. I really enjoy listening to them. Oh, of course. Have a great day. Okay, you too. Okay, bye. Bye.
0: Friends, if you'd like to hear from your angels and loved ones on the other side, book a one-on-one session via phone, FaceTime, or Zoom. You can also work with me one-on-one when you register to take the Angel Reiki School online to develop and use your own unique spiritual gifts. If you're just looking to be able to connect with your own personal angels, the Angel Communication online course will teach you how to hear, feel, and connect with your personal angels more clearly. Friends, if you get benefit from this podcast, please subscribe, rate us 5 stars, and ask a friend to listen. Don't forget to look in the show notes to see the winner of this month's free drawing. You're entered into the drawing when you write a five star positive review and email it over to us so that we know how to contact you when you win. Now, if you have time, I want you to pause and do some energy work with me for a moment to lighten, clear, and reset your own energy. To start, I want you to take two deep breaths. Deep breath in. deep breath out deep breath in deep breath out friends as I walk you through this I want you to use your imagination as an energy tool Friends, your imagination isn't something that's not real. Your imagination is what every human being uses to create physical reality. How does a painter know what to paint? How does a sculptor know what to sculpt? How does a writer know what to write? They see it all within their mind, within the imagination, before it flows through them and is created within physical reality. Friends, I want you to start by seeing yourself surrounded by thousands of angels. These are all angels that work directly for God and they circle around you. They have this light, airy, warm, yummy presence to them. And my friends, they are simply pure love and they radiate their love from their being to yours. I want you to take a moment to just breathe deeply in and out as you see and feel the presence of all of these angels surrounding you, sending their love and light energy to you. next, I want you to see yourself surrounded by your loved ones on the other side. Your angels haven't gone anywhere, they're still right there, but now steps in your loved ones on the other side. Greet them, welcome them, take a moment within your imagination to give them the biggest hug and kiss. As we do this healing work together, I want you to see that every single being that is surrounding you is just surrounding you because they are connected to God and they want to help you as a soul here on earth to lift your energy, to make it lighter, to take any heaviness out of your aura, chakras, and body. In order for them to help you with this, what I want you to do is voice to them. See yourself in your imagination, telling your angels, your loved ones on the other side, God energy, of course, is there too. Tell them what you are afraid of. I want you to be specific and explain your fears to them now. now friends, I want you to see your loved ones and angels on the other side comforting you, holding you, wiping away your tears. I want you to see them telling you that you're going to be okay. Your family is going to be okay. I want you to see them showing you in their way from the other side that they are there helping you every step of the way and that they will never, ever leave your side. Friends, I want you to see or feel God energy, this pure white radiant light pouring down from above over you. And as you feel this pure love and light, this gentle waterfall just pouring over your head, filling your body, filling your auric field to the outside of you, filling every inch of your being around you. I want you to feel that as this light energy comes in, the highest vibration that is as it gently pours into your being, I want you to feel how all the heaviness within you just releases. With the snap of your finger... God takes every ounce of heavy, low vibrational energy within you. And with that snap of the finger, God turns all of it into the highest vibration, love, light energy. Friends, I want you to imagine within your imagination your DNA strand. Now the way that spirit shows me the DNA and what it looks like is if you could imagine that double helix and that within that double helix are millions or billions of doors and windows. And those doors and windows open and close. And as they do, some serve your highest health and good some do not what I want you to do is say this prayer with me my friends this energy work does not have to take a lot of time you're going to hear me say use the snap of your fingers because within that snap of the fingers your intention shifts the energy within your body so you can say it But please believe it. Know like you know like you know within your heart that you are changing the energy, the frequency within you to be pure, complete health. So say this little prayer with me now. God, please close all the doors and windows to my DNA that don't serve my highest health. With a snap of your fingers, see those doors and windows close. And God, please open all the doors and windows to my DNA that do serve my highest health. See those doors and windows open with the snap of your fingers. What I want you to do now is see yourself healthier than ever come September of this year daydream, visualize about what that health looks like and feels like to you within your body come September of this year. Take a moment to do this work right now and I'll come back to you with my voice in one minute. Friends, I want you to believe like you believe like you believe that you, your family, your friends, you are protected. You are safe. You are secure. Your angels are looking out for you. God is looking out for you. Your loved ones are looking out for you. See yourself as healthier than ever come September of this year. Now I want you to pray with me for a moment for everyone else. God. Please protect our nurses, doctors, and all healthcare professionals around the world. God, may you give each of them strength and protect them. God, please also protect all people who work in grocery stores, food service, or delivery. God, may you give each of them the strength and protection that they need. For all people who are suffering from COVID-19 themselves, God, may you take care of them and heal all who are able to be healed. Surround them with your divine protection. Surround them with angels. And help every cell within their body to become completely 100% healthy again. God, for every person who has lost a job or had their income reduced, please clearly show them the path to healing, safety, security, Whisper to them in their hearts the direction that you would have them go. God, for every child on this planet, please help them to receive the attention, love, nurturing, and care that they so desperately need. God, please surround them with angels and allow them to feel the divine presence of your love and warmth. For those filled with hatred, God, We ask you to transmute that hate within their hearts into love energy. And we ask you to open up their hearts to make shifts and positive changes. To help them raise their vibration. And everyone who is helping with the COVID-19 effort or response in some way, God, please be with each person who needs your strength. Clearly guide them and protect them with whatever they need at this time. Friends, finally, I want you to visualize Thanksgiving of this year. I want you to take a moment of silence to experience this daydream within your mind. See every single family member and friend and loved one there at the dinner table. See them happy, healthy. Feel the gratitude of this Thanksgiving beyond any other Thanksgiving in the past. Gratitude for being all together, gratitude for all being healthy. Gratitude for the lessons learned. Gratitude for the relationships that grew deeper and the love that is between you all. Again, my friends, see your spirit team on the other side telling you that you are going to be okay. See them helping you. My friends, God loves you, your spirit team loves you, I love you. Open up your heart like French doors to all of the unexpected blessings that they're trying to bring into your life right now. May you go forth with your day feeling lighter and living in the high vibration that is God. Go forth in your day surrounded by angels and your spirit team on the other side protecting you. Allow yourself to just be. Allow yourself to live in the high vibrational frequency that is God and carry it with you throughout your day. Friends, I have to have a disclaimer at the end. This podcast is to educate, inspire, and entertain you on your personal journey towards health and happiness. It is not intended to replace care best provided by qualified professionals and it is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment.